Welcome back to Movie Trailers Podcast. Your host Chris here with Roe and Brandon, and we are here to do another uh, of our award season reviews. Here this time, we are talking about the film "The Banshees of Insurance." Two lifelong friends find themselves in an impasse when one of them abruptly ends their relationship, with alarming consequences for both of them. Uh, stars Colin Farrell and Brendan Gleeson. Uh, what do you guys think? Uh, I like uh, weird, atypical breakup movies, and I don't think I've ever seen a breakup movie that's two guy best friends. And I found myself kind of pulled into this movie in the weirdest way. It's got a weird pacing. It's slow. It looks beautiful. Uh, the The dynamic between the two leads really works for me. So I ended up really liking this movie, but this is a weird freaking movie. Yeah, I mean, I think the broke ups, the broke up story is good, but I don't think that there's anything stellar about this film. I think it's just a really good story. I don't think there's like a standout performance. Um, besides maybe this, maybe the sister, maybe Colin Farrell's sister in this. I like I enjoyed seeing her on screen a lot every time she was. Maybe the donkey probably the dog <laughs> but for the most part this is just a really really good interesting story about how men have a falling out when all you do is drink with your friends and you're on an island an irish island other than that i know a lot of people that this film didn't do it didn't shit for them and i, I don't you know uh, there's a i guess there are multitude of reasons maybe but ultimately, I think the story just didn't grab them because I think that's the only thing that can grab you here is this story, this tale of two two friends who become foes. Yeah, it's just it's basically one dude becomes a curmudgeon and the other one's kind of annoying because he ain't doing shit with his life, and it's just like okay, this nigga pulled out big. You pulled out textbook. Yeah, well, I pulled the big. You know, you're trying to. This is more of a cultured uh, film, so I'm trying to be all the big words. Um, yeah, I'm with you. I like I said, it. It's. I'm. I'm not a fan. It's, I didn't hate it, but it's just one of those things of like. I'm not gonna lie. It's one of the things you put on. I put on the background. This is one of those films that everybody's talking about during this time. I put on the background and I checked in here and there. That's what it is. It just. It. It really it's didn't grab me. It's pure critic bait. Yeah. Oh, and like so, that's what annoys me the most about it. It's so it's so critic baity that I don't think it had a general audience in mind at all. And it's like, oh, so this is kind of a waste of a film. This film only worked during Oscar season. I don't I don't see people being like, um, oh, like in the song, oh, man, did you did you see Banshees of, in, of Insurance? Like that was so good. I was no, this is a niche back. movie. My, it's got a niche audience and it and it got a bigger it got a bigger belt than I'm pretty sure Martin Madonna thought of or gave a shit about. I mean, come on, he's the guy who made seven psychopaths for Christ's sake. He does not really but like this movie has a niche audience. It's people who liked Colin Farrell and Brendan Gleason in their last movie who were coming and Drew who were coming back to see them. Because this is them coming back together in a movie for the first time since then. And Improve is great. So it came in the door with more hype 
with respect to the fact that people expected them to give two solid performances separately and together. And they get that. But I think the movie got bigger than anybody really kind of anticipated. And I think that's less to do with the movie itself and more to do with the fact that Martin's last movie was three billboards outside of. Oh, that explains yeah. Everything. Yeah. So it lobster. Is that what you're referencing? Or was that Say what? Was the last film that Colin and uh, the other actor were in together, was it The Lobster? No, it was in Bruges. Oh, okay. Yeah. This, yeah you know what? I didn't realize that this was the director from Three Billboards, and this explains everything because I am not a fan of that fucking film. I like Three right. Billboards. I liked Three Billboards right up until I hated Three Billboards. I just liked it. I mean, like, it had problems for sure. Mm-hmm. But I was mm-hmm. I was entertained. But I'm not. Gonna, I was, I'm not like. Yeah. yeah, it's a one and done. But I was invested until they did something in the movie to where I was squarely, I divested of the movie altogether and was in, in no doubt. But yeah, I remember. <laughs> I know because I sometimes don't let it go when people ask me about that fucking movie. But like that's part of the hype of what happened with this movie. So I think, I think the expectation got raised because of that less than the story he was trying to tell. So I don't hold that against the movie. I always thought this was going to be a niche project. And I don't think it tried to be anything besides that. I liked it. But I think I liked it mostly because you've never really had somebody in your life who you just want to go away and no matter whatever the fuck it is you do, what you say is not what they hear and you can't get them to go the fuck away. And you have to take extreme and drastic measures and then somewhere along the line they suddenly have a problem with you like you ain't been trying to get rid of them the whole thing i kind of wish that they they didn't play to the high beats of that type of relationship but that weird dreary i took a look at my life and i don't like what it is and i don't like where i've settled and you're a part of the problem and you're i i I got all of that and i thought it was interesting and i thought it was just messed up and the ending is even more jacked up but it's not movie for everybody yeah, I'm surprised I thought, y'all finished it. I like the film. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I think more play than it deserves. I mean, like, I mean, like talking the street. Accurate. Approaching. I think that I think that's complete bullshit. There are so many actual stellar performances. Um, I haven't seen well yet, but I just for the trailers, I can tell that that's going to be better than this. And I I understand why people might not like this film for one obvious reason. Both of these guys suck. They're both selfish. They're both self-absorbed. They both suck. And it just so happens that the more intelligent of the two sucks more because he should know better that he's an arrogant piece of shit who is blaming his friend for his underachievements. Granted, dude, you sit in a cottage all day and then you go and drink at night and play your play your, your your violin or whatever, right? It's it's definitely your fault. You ain't accomplished shit. Okay. And blaming this guy is just a way for you to take that to, to not take ownership for that. I don't think and I that still he enjoys the film with that feeling in mind. Yeah. I think they both up. But I think that that the thing that you described right there was the thing that kept me invested in the movie in a way because I didn't feel like he was blaming him. But his his rabid need 
to break out of his comfort zone, his rabbit need to start paying attention to how he was going to be remembered and what his legacy was, made him discount everything in his life in a way that is really kind of disrespectful and hurtful. And watching that play out, that kind of consequential thread of you coming to the realization about something that has to do with you, and then how you kind of play that out and trying to change that with the people around you. I thought it was interesting. So yeah, that kept me invested and I liked the movie, but I I was surprised at how much bounce and how big this movie got before it ever, you know, I think it's what, it's gonna come to streaming on HBO Max? Mm-hmm. Or it's already there? Mm-hmm. Since they started dropping awards movies around the time we started getting um our screeners, which I thought was and- interesting. This anime you came pretty early to HBO Max. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was surprised that this got more bounce and more kick than the menu did. Which is a travesty, because yes. that is a better... I'm sorry, it is a better fucking film. And I watched that on the Disney package we got, like, uh, for their Oscar stuff. The Disney yeah, I, like, it was... It, yeah, it was, it was very... I was very surprised to see which movies were getting the kick and the bounce. And I think some of them... I'm not going to hold against the actors. I'm not going to hold against the movie, because that's straight-up critic arrogance. I thought Colin Farrell did a solid job. I did. Leeson did a solid job. Even uh, the creepy dude, uh, call him. What's the, what's the, what's the, very parts of this film. Absolutely. He's one of the best, more entertaining parts of the film. And still, I don't think, I, right. I'm still like, I don't see him being on any list, but I could be wrong. I could see him being on list one, because people are really falling into that you didn't acknowledge my person for this other person that they do. And now you're willing to acknowledge them for this. So I'm going to throw my weight behind that because there's a lot of people who feel like we should be talking about Barry Keogh because of the Batman that also came out in 2022. And again, it's a, it's a genre film. Thank you for reminding, every, oh, thank well, for reminding, a, thank for reminding everybody that, that, that the Batman did come out uh, this year. Cause hey, everybody kind of forgets oh. that the Batman came out in 2022. <laughs> just, just, just every now and then I just want to remind everybody that, Hey, 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 a Batman film came out this year. So I just want to... Name think. a year where a Batman film came out where people <laughs> forgot a Batman film came out. In the last 30 years of Batman film... Even even, even BVS. Even with nipples. BVS, they still remember that it came out. Even yeah. with nipples, people still didn't forget that a Batman film came out that year. And actually was the running joke that carried it. For years to come. But this year, a serious Batman came out. And y'all motherfuckers could care less. Nobody remembers this film a Batman fan. And I mean diehard annoying Batman fan. Like have a cape and cowl in their closet and do weird shit when they're alone. Batman. Because they couldn't hack the DC detective. They couldn't hack a lot of the stuff about that Batman movie. But terrible. one of the things... There's hmm? some terrible ass detectives that they couldn't detect this film with Batman. I mean, but in the grand scheme of things, he was also in Eternals. He was in the Green Knight. And even if the movies didn't do what they were supposed to do, he's never failed to show up at work. And a lot of people got behind the idea of, well, now he's in a movie that's more palatable to the Oscars. Let's throw our weight behind Barry. And thankfully, his portrayal of Dominic, he does a great job. I don't, he's not, he's not rocking the, top three in any of my lists but he's number four 
on supporting actors for me. He's in my top five. I did feel bad for his character. He had a he had a he was an entertaining. He was way more likable than most of than the two leads in this film. As crass as he was, as dumb as he was, he was and broken. Also, <laughs> yeah, really but he bad. but he was broken. I mean, and he adds something that doesn't exist in the dynamic between the two. Like the one moment, I think the thing that sticks it for me with his character was where he was like, "Oh, you're just like the rest of them." You're just as bad as the rest of them. You're just as terrible as the rest of them. When he's sitting next to um, Colin Farrell's character on the wall after he tells him what he did to to screw over his friend. And I was like, and that that for me right there is what what kind of holds all this stuff together. But the movie doesn't work outside of the full ensemble because like you said, the sister and what's going on with her, quite frankly to me, was more interesting than some of the stuff that was front and center. But, you know, as a woman watching films, I've gotten used to the point that women in movies like this, sometimes the best you're going to get is for them to be respected by the camera and in the dialogue. And they didn't treat her like a cheap. And that's that's it. I mean, literally, her character story took a backseat to two bros having a falling out. Yes. So that, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I didn't think it was anything to do backflips about, but I liked it. It was a solid movie. I was surprised uh, you finished it, Chris. Does it, I mean, does it not count if I say I didn't finish it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is there anything, wait, no, is there anything in the, no, this is seriously, is there anything in the rules that say that once I hit play, I actually gotta finish the film? No. I'm just, I'm just, yeah, I'm just, I, I'm not saying, I can either confirm or deny I can't say I did start the film and I did watch it. I can't confirm or deny, or deny that I finished it. Do you know <laughs> your honesty is refreshing but also annoying? I don't know, I'm man. Trying. It makes it better than one of the characters in this because Listen. he let nobody else make him do some stupid shit he didn't want to do, like cut your own fingers off. Yeah, it's just like I said. And I, murder a donkey. Yeah, at some point I just, I just went and just like uh, this is one of the things I kind of, and I have to do this sometimes with films where I'm like, all right, let me see where this is going. Let me, let me, let me head to Wikipedia or somewhere and see if I can get the end of this and see if I want to sit through the rest of it. So when I read the ending of this, I'm like, I don't need to see the rest of this. I'm not gonna lie. I was just like, we good here. All right. I, I've seen enough of what I need to see. If I need to see somebody's performers or things like that, I've seen enough to make it, to make a, an informed decision. I'm good. This is not for me. I basically checked out of this film like all of them, all the um, all of them uh, insecure men checked out of X when, when they saw the white woman's ankles near Kid Cuddy's head. All right, so I did the same thing. Well, I just did ten inches of nonsense. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's my wife. <laughs> just you know. So I'm just saying, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. That's all I'm saying. So um. Yeah. Um, fair, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. I, I say I'll do this, I'll do this cuz I did watch enough of it. Solid 6. <laughs> what would you guys give it that? But I mean, I no, I watched the whole movie. I hate you so I much. Give, I gave it really give it is two thumbs up. That's all he had left. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid ass. Movie. You know what? Now I'm not to like this movie. Right. Thinking about how stupid the character was. 
I want to make beautiful music. If you don't leave me alone, I'm going to cut my fingers off. How you sit, bro? So how you gonna make you? Oh, okay. I mean, come on, look. You know, people, weird people do weird things, and like this physical manifestation of self-flagellation. So I wouldn't do it, but I know some dumb people like that. I'm gonna punish myself to hurt you. I don't know what the fuck he was drinking, but you got to be drinking straight gasoline to cut your fucking fingers off and just be walking away with blood dripping from. And not okay. be in screaming agony pain. Okay, my man was just like walking up and down the beach, listening for the banshees, with his fingers ha- hanging on halfway. Look, you know what? The man was not well, and he didn't get no tetanus shot either. Like, <laughs> come on, bro. All right, so I, what would y'all give this not, one? Look, what, what this slow sad this? story gets a seven from me. Seven? Yeah, it's a seven. <laughs> it's a seven. Okay. All right. Okay. It's like I said, it's. You can give it a three and a half. No, you no, can do no, what you do, man. No, 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 no. I'm not even t- talking about changing my vote or anything like that. It is what it is. Like I said, it's just, again, these type of films just, I. And again, I know I'm not the audience, but I just wish. Stop just making pure Oscar bait films. I feel like this is what this is. Right? That's what it is. It's you, just, you say it's, you're not the audience. It's straight up Oscar bait film. It's not right. supposed to be anything it, other than pretentious white judgment. But I'll be. The, but but the thing that gets me about it is it's Oscar bait film, but it's one of those Oscar bait films that's not even going to be memorable, right? So you're not going to remember this a year. Like next Oscar season, are you going to be like, oh, compared to oh, I'm compared to Banshees of Insure? Yes, not, unfortunately, people will because they think weird. they will. Oh, but that I, person I, is boring as shit. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, but, I mean, look, you know, I like a lot of movies that end up, and I recognize and acknowledge that it's Oscar bait. But the only thing about Banshees that I think anybody who was being real is going to be comparing anything to is maybe the cinematography and the score. Anything beyond that, and you're just be up your own ass because you don't want to admit some of the best movies of the year were all popular movies. So yeah. I'll give you that. I'll agree with that. Yeah. I have a funny feeling that critics are going to love these two men not being friendly. I mean, white people like to be passive-aggressive, and this movie is nothing if not passive-aggressive. That's that's, that's very true. It's a very white male passive-aggressive film. So, there's... Mm -hmm. there's Yeah, you're right. They they love this kind of stuff, so going to eat it up. So... Anyway, uh, we got more reviews coming. Movie trailer reviews. Uh, search for us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and Spotify. And yeah, we'll be back soon with more reviews. Uh, hopefully, things are more you know, entertaining and fun than watching two. This is basically the more serious version of two grumpy men, two grumpy old men. It's just like, ugh, come on, at least, ugh. Look, Just, I, t- I told you a couple years ago that my favorite breakup movie of that year was Midsommar. So if you want to do a breakup movie that's supposed to be esoteric and offbeat and not typical, it has to be better than the relationship where Florence Pugh gets to burn her boyfriend, who's a piece of trash, alive inside a bear. Yeah. Yes. Yes.
Mistakes were made. <laughs> so many mistakes were made. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. Thank you guys very much for listening. Until next time, we're out of here. Peace. <laughs>